Good day, everyone. Welcome back to the 23 Podcast. Barker Kern along with Father Jeff McBeth here for you this Thursday morning or whenever you're listening. Father, how's it going today? It's going all right. Yourself? It's going good, man. I wore short sleeves for the first time in five months. That's wild. This week. That's wild. And then there was like a torrential downpour. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, the people at mass uh, afterwards wearing like shorts. I'm like, yeah, bro, you missed that by like a day. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not 70 a day. It's not, but, yeah. But I mean, it's, you can't complain, right? Yeah. Well, you, and some people, you know, you're not hardcore unless you live hardcore. Yeah. So it's, it's some people's vibe. Yeah. I had a, I, my best friend Tyler used to wear shorts in college, like in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Like it was like 30 degrees and he'd like wear shorts to class. And I'm like, dude, you're, you're crazy. There's like, someone I knew, a, a high school kid back in Finley uh, when I was a young priest that I think it was his goal to wear shorts like every day of the year. Uh-oh. And so like, right. It didn't matter. Like he committed to it. And that was, his, that was kind of what he was doing. That's good. Do they have clerical shorts? Um, they're black shorts. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you look like Angus Young then. I mean, like. Yeah. Or, or I always say like a, like a park ranger. <laughs> People are like, like they, like, you know, I love the, whoever they is in the church. They should let you wear shorts. I'm like, we look too much like a park ranger. You know, it's yeah. not, it's not as good a look as you, yeah. as you might. You uh, can put like I, I appreciate it, but you know, the thought, but no, it's well, not. Yeah. You're not going to wear that with like your normal dress shoes. Like that would look kind of silly. Right. Like, like Angus Young. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right, no. I guess you could wear like black tennis shoes, but like I do at camp. But it's even worse, you know. So, yeah, I just you know appreciate the thought, you know, everybody. But no, it just doesn't. It just doesn't work. And of course, you know, during the summer here, you know, the air conditioning is so like cold still that like, you know, I don't. It wouldn't work anyway. Yeah, it's like sixty-two in here. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. What? But you know, I don't know how that works. But I don't know. Yeah, it's cold, but. Yeah, actually, the other day, you know, when it was the temperature dropped, it was actually like not cold in here for the first time. So I don't, I don't like that's it. That's great, but that's I just, just plow ahead, I guess. Plow ahead, plow ahead. Just keep yeah. keep putting layers on or pulling layers off. Right, depends. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I feel like yeah, like in in the summertime in here, it's like more more cold than it would be in the wintertime. Yeah, and then in the wintertime, it's just like mid cold right like it's never really nice and warm correct and it's never really you know it's not balmy unless the ac goes out i remember one time when father herb was still here it was like two or three years ago and the ac went out at at, at like the five o'clock on saturday it was like 79 in there Mm -hmm. because it was like one of those days where it was like 93 outside i think it was like august or something and it was like i mean yeah i felt terrible for him Mm -hmm. i mean and i mean everybody because it was just uncomfortable but then sunday morning it was fixed it, it might have been the same day it, it uh it went out in huron during oh, yeah. our evening mass because uh, yeah it was mm-hmm. like yeah it was super hot outside and it, it kind of went on the fritz yeah. they need was, like uh, a fan for you guys that like warm. fans up like during well, you know well when i was at uh at st thomas aquinas in east toledo i had a fan because that place was super hot didn't have air conditioning at the time oh. they waited to wait after i left and um those masses were brutal um just so warm like i think they built it like um, I don't know, like greenhouse style. That was like the architectural uh, uh. inspiration, I think. Um, so it was, it was, it was warm. Mm. It was super warm. So yeah, I had a, I had a fan that went on me at least one, you know, and got myself a tank top vestment. Um, you know, I don't need that here because it's, you know, yeah, never it's cold. Like seven degrees mm-hmm. here all the time, mm-hmm. not seventy, but right, seven. Yeah, uh, Celsius, but still cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, and I'm like, man, next time I get some order of like, new clerical shirts, I don't, I don't need any short sleeves, you know. So 
um, no need for that. But you know, it's uh, it's a Crosby all blur. So I it's guess. Lent, you know. Yeah. We're supposed to offer it up. Yeah. Pull pull the pull the sacrifices out. And That's yeah. right. That's Roll right. them over. So. That's right. I had to wear a jacket in the office. It's just so hard. I know. Yeah. What a first world, first world problem. problem. Yeah, exactly. I'm actually wearing a suit jacket right now. So I know. This is, That's impressive. I'm, I know. I took mine off. You yeah, I wanted to be off. like totally like not constrained for this podcast. I love it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah, and of course, I put my uh, my fleece vest on because it's cold. Yeah, per our, our previous conversation. Yeah. I didn't even. Yeah, well, current like, conversation. I guess we haven't moved on yet. Yeah, Although we I probably should. I, yeah, we probably should. I like pulled my jacket off for like a second. I was like, nope, it's damn. Yeah, it's no, exactly. Cold. Yeah, I keep a jacket in my office at all times. That's so that's a beautiful thing. You know, yeah. just, you got uh, like an office jacket. It's my office jacket. Dedicated. I'm like Mr. Rogers. Yeah. So I, I come in the office and put on the office yeah. jacket. You say you hello, know. neighbor, everybody, and like yes. throw your you shoes. Know, right. Put on the jacket shoes. and then I'm ready to go. And then, you, you know, take it off at the end of the episode. I mean, day. But so Either way. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, moving on, Father, as, as you had alluded, we probably should do that. Um, I'm sure the people would appreciate that, actually. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm 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 good with you and I talking like about how cold it is in here and being obnoxious yeah. about it for absurd for a long time. But um, I'm sure people yeah. want us to move on. We should do. We should only do have like, 23 minutes. It's like 60 minutes. You know, they used to do 60 minutes overtime. We could do like 23. Oh yeah, overtime. right. We're just extra coverage about yeah. the cold. We just air our grievances <laughs> about the world and all the problems we have. Yes. So, anyways, uh, Father, some of the things going on this week around the church. Yeah, I think the big thing is our uh, night of worship. Um, it's great. We're trying to make those at least uh, quarterly, and we'll see what happens from there. Um, of course, a great thing to do during Lent, you know, extra prayer, extra connection with, with God. Um, so especially if you've never been, um, yeah, they're, uh, it's basically a praise and worship holy hour. Um, a parishioner will give a little witness as to uh, how God has worked in his life, which is always great to, great to hear if you've been at these before. Everyone's got their, got their story and, mm-hmm. and um, how God's worked in their life. And of course, part of that is a setup that the same God is going to be, you know, coming to us in the Blessed Sacrament, you know, can, can work in our life as well. We have opportunities for the Sacrament of Reconciliation during that time. Um, not as many priests as like a penance service, but, sure. you know, we'll be there. Um, intercessory prayer. I haven't really asked uh, the prayer people yet if they can help with that, but hopefully they can. Oh, sure. To pray for any needs. So, yeah, there's a lot, there'll be a lot going on in like an hour. Um, and so it's great. So you can bring the family. Um, Especially, you know, if your kids like the like to sing the songs, that's that's kind of the bulk of it. The songs, you know, is, yeah. is praising praising God in song, you know, within there on the altar, and so yeah, and it's not mass, so you know, if they get squirrely and you need to leave, you can leave, you know. It's, yeah. Or if um, you get squirrely, you yeah, can you know, you know, the kids want you know, want to stay, and you're like, no, I'm tired, you know. So it's um, you can do that, you know. You you have the freedom, you know. It's just sort of like it's what we're doing, and we'd love you to come love if you, if you can for any of it that you. That you can. That's so right. It'll be good. It's gonna be it'll awesome. Be good. So that's the seventh, by the way, on Thursday the seventh. That right? Thursday the seventh. Yeah. I, I think it's six thirty or seven. I'm looking. At I think it's at seven. Seven o'clock. Seven. And I want to rock. Seven. Yeah. I want to rock. Yeah, that's right. So and we will uh, Thursday at seven. That was, is that April? That was April Wine, wasn't it? The that, band April Wine. I want to rock. Um, no. I was referring to Elton John. Uh, oh. Seven o'clock and I want to rock and Saturday night's all right. Oh. But no, I was thinking. Uh, that, I don't know that group. Yeah, April Wine. They Is were a Canadian. Really? Yeah, their their guitarist just died last. I I was a huge fan of theirs. Their oh. guitarist died in November. Why did I never hear of them? I don't know. They're. Awesome. Well, I guess I have. I just didn't know it. Yeah. Oh, 
So many good songs. Huh. I was like in mourning when their guitars. Man, like, like what else would I have heard of? Um, uh, what, um, I don't know. There, there's a couple other songs. Tonight, I think there's one just called Tonight. Hmm. Tonight's the night. Da, 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 da. Tonight's the night. Maybe. See, everybody's heard their songs, but no one knows the band. Right. And I like reverse engineered it one time, and I figured out that they have this amazingly deep set of amazing tracks hmm. and i just they're one of my favorite bands nice. literally and i wanted to go see them this summer and i was going to with tyler my best friend and the guy the guitars passed away so Dang. they're not you know obviously gonna go and Dang. he was like the whole engine he was the guitar player yeah. he was the singer That's i mean bummer. yeah well so, in multiple ways oh yeah for sure but um yeah that's they mm. were they're good i was actually april, at a april april wine april wine yeah i was actually at a bachelor party a last, w-i any? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. like wine. Well, I did, it could be W H I N. That's true. April wine. That's right. I was at a bachelor party on. It's cold. Last last um, July it, with some friends, and they were like passing around the Spotify in the car on the way to Chicago, and I played an April wine song, and like one of the guys was just like, "Is this April wine?" And I was like, "I love you." Wow. Someone recognized April wine. This April is great. Wine. Yeah. Huh. So, anyways, yeah. yeah. Man. It's like when I meet a Twenty One Pilots fan. It's like, yes. By the way, I think there's a new song coming out. All my friends uh, are heathens. Take it slow. You know, so we're super excited. Yeah. Um, so the end of our gospel. It's a little, it's a little longer. Uh, actually, actually, we're gonna read the short version. Okay. So even though we're in year B, um, whenever there's a, a catechumen, uh, so someone who's looking to be baptized at the Easter vigil, although at this point it should be called elect for baptism after the rite of election. Mm-hmm. There are certain prayers, uh, weeks uh, three, four, and five. There are Sundays three, four, and five uh, for those uh, preparing for that. Um, they correspond to certain Gospels in year A. So um, you'll see this a lot of time, third, fourth, and fifth week of Lent. We kind of go back to the year A readings, you know, because those um, special prayers for those sure. looking to come in the church um, you know, go along with that. So this is uh, John chapter 4. Um the Samaritan woman at the well, which is just an amazing passage in so many ways. Uh, there's just so much here. Um, it's unbelievable. Let's unpack it. Yeah. Uh, so we'll read it first. Again, this is actually the short version, um, which, as you see in the, in the lectionary here, is still two pages long. Oh. But, uh, yeah, this is a short version. So do, that's the short version? Yeah, the other one is like three and a half. So. All right. Well. So I hate to—this It's this, this passage is so good, I always I hate to cut anything, but we only have 23 minutes. No, we've got to move it right along. So, yeah, this it would be like 60 minutes over time to do the whole thing. So <laughs> Here we go. All right. That's John chapter 4. Jesus came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of land that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. Jesus, tired from his journey, sat down there at the well. It was about noon. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. A Samaritan woman said to him, How can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? For Jews used nothing in common with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God, and who is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, You did not even have a bucket, and the cistern is deep. Where then can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this cistern and drank from it himself, 
with his children and his flocks. Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I shall give will never thirst. The water I shall give will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I might not be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you people say that the place to worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, Believe me, woman, the hour is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You people worship what you do not understand. We worship what we understand because salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. And indeed, the Father seeks such people to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, the one called the Christ. When he comes, he will tell us everything. Jesus said to her, I am he, the one speaking with you. Many of the Samaritans of that town began to believe in him. When the Samaritans came to him, they invited him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. Many more began to believe in him because of his word, and they said to the woman, We no longer believe because of your word, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is truly the Savior of the world. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess there's uh, some of the verses that are missing, right? She goes um, she goes back into town and then mm-hmm. talks about her encounter with uh with Jesus, kind and of a th- common thing. Yeah, and then um, so then they—that's uh, where it says. Then they invite him to stay with them, and then they they believe because in him because they've experienced him uh, themselves. Sure, kind of reminds me of what we talked about even earlier, like with the witness at the night of worship. You know, it, that's sort of she like gives witness to her encounter with Jesus and what that uh, meant for her and and how that transformed her. Right. Um, and um, so that's why giving witness is important, which is why we sure. have someone give a witness, for example, at the night of worship, because it's just so, uh, it's an important piece to our own growing in faith. But ultimately, um, like with those other Samaritans, it's not just hearing about someone else's experience, that we, like them, you know, want to invite Jesus then to stay with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, come to really believe because we have encountered him uh, in his, you know, for ourselves. Sure. Uh, which I think is is just one of the many things that this passage speaks to. Yeah, agreed. And, you know, kind of the whole purpose of this podcast really is to kind of give witness and shed light on, you know, the gospel in our life and where we might be be able to kind of take those nuggets of truth and wisdom and apply them to our life. So, yeah, the testimony and the, um, you know, those those abilities for people to, to, to give their, their story, uh, like this woman at the well, um, is... <laughs> kind of essential i think to 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 faith and relating things to how if we're listening to somebody else how can that impact me because i know it's not my story but how how has that happened in my life mm-hmm. maybe i haven't seen it or maybe it will still come and am i going to be ready for that moment based on um you know how i've responded yeah so yeah so there's a couple of different reasons how witness is important right one for um you know, just to kind of enliven our own faith, sure. um, but also to um, to invite uh, the Lord to to do it again, or to do it within us. You know, uh, so that can maybe be part of our prayer when we hear someone's witness is, you know, Lord, doing me what you did in that person, or maybe we hear someone else's witness where 
we're reminded of our own times when we've been transformed by God's presence, you know, whether it's at a retreat, you know, it's something like a night of worship, yeah. uh, through a prayer, through just our reading and praying with scripture, you know, so many ways. And so we can actually, you know, ask God to sort of stir back up um, that yeah. encounter that we had before to sort of re-enliven, you know, our, our own life of faith. Yeah, agreed. Um, and, you know, for, for some that might not have the mountaintop, I know mm-hmm. that's kind of the people often seek that out. Right. And it doesn't, not that the Lord's not there always, but it just sometimes that isn't what happens to everybody uh, at one of those events. And I think, um, yeah, I mean to cut you off here. No, that's okay. But I, I just think that personally, I don't, I don't believe I've ever had one, but like just, it's almost like for me instead, it's been like such a calming presence just knowing that God's there. Uh, and then he's present with me and with, with all the others. And again, we relate that back to this story because this woman is was with God. And she related back to everyone saying, you know, he is he's here. Like, he told me he's here. We need to, you know, worship and respect. I kind of like your, your bringing up sort of the mountaintop experience thing. And of course, we had that in a sense last week with the transfiguration, you know, when yeah. Uh, Jesus brings Peter, Jay, and John, James, and John up a mountain, and, and there's the whole transfiguration thing, and they want to stay there, and you know, you know, like a lot of people maybe do when they have that yeah. kind of mountaintop experience. Set up a tent. Yeah, but this is, um, it's sort of like interesting. This is, in some way, it is the opposite because this is, you know, like an isolated well. It's the heat of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, you opposite, know, opposite of this church. And yeah. so Jesus is just like, and he's there first waiting for her. Right. You know? And so, uh, which is just sort of beautiful. And, you know, throughout their conversation, you know, he needs to sort of unpack who he really is. And when he came to to bring her, you know, like this living water of the Holy Spirit, you know, welling up uh, within us. And so, um, right, so even without the mon- mountaintop experience, you know, in our own life, mm-hmm. the fact that, even in the the ordinariness of you know this woman going to get water, mm-hmm. um, but having her own baggage, which is part of the story, that the Lord is is there and really thirsting for her and for her faith and for her life and to have a relationship uh, with her. Even the fact that it happens at a at a well throughout even like the Old Testament, um, throughout the Old Testament, there's there's a variety of places where people have met their spouses or arranged marriages at a well. Right. So it's sort of like the original watering hole where you sort of meet up, you know, and yeah. uh, meet it's someone. like Costco. To, yeah, meet someone to marry. So, um, um, yeah, is that, where you, is that where you and Marissa met? No, we didn't meet oh, at okay. Costco. I was going to say. We, we enjoy going to Costco occasionally. It's like right. it's like a field trip. Right. You know, yeah. Anytime I get to go to Costco with anybody. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't think of it in terms of like, um, yeah. you know, like a – like a that wasn't a great example, encounter. but I was just saying like a gotcha. place where people go all the time. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. I didn't know if there was like date night at Costco no. or like singles night. Or well, I mean, like you that. could go and just have a great lunch there. If you you could. just go try all the samples yeah. and stuff. I am. I'm fascinated by that. My Whenever I go to, to Costco, Sam's, I'm like, yeah. like, man, like people like eat here. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. 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 I've never tried the fair. I'm usually just wanting to get out, but um, maybe next time I get like a tire rotation and I have like an hour to kill, which I'm convinced. Like, it doesn't take an hour to rotate tires. Like, they just want to keep you there. No, it doesn't. To buy stuff, which is exactly what happened the yeah. last time. And I don't even like shopping. And so, but I was there long enough yeah. and went up and down every aisle. I'm like, ooh, I'll buy this. Yeah. And then 
there you go. I walk out with stuff. Oh my gosh. That I was not going to, you were going to buy. You were at the well and they just got yeah, you. Yeah. So it, not exactly a free oil change or <laughs> no. uh, tire rotation. I yeah. mean. <laughs> Take it from a dude who does his own tires. It takes about 20 minutes. Oh, so now I know where to go. I was going to say, you can just go. Man. Yeah. Got so, jacks and everything. Sweet. Yeah. Anyways, back on, back on track here. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, it but I, I think that's true though. Like if we're, especially if we're looking for the mountaintop experience, like, I don't know. Sometimes there's just that need to open our eyes to where the Lord has already been like sitting there waiting for us. Um, and maybe in a way that we haven't, um, what expected. Yeah. Which I think was the point of those little Jesuses, um, that, um, I guess I'll say we got, um, yeah. That, you know, looking for Jesus, finding Jesus in an unexpected place. Right. You know, of course the idea wasn't to keep them and, um, have an army of little Jesuses right. at, at your house, but to sort of put them somewhere else so someone else could find, right. you know, Jesus in an unexpected yeah. place, like this woman did that, um, you know, really uh, transformed her life. You know, probably when she got up that day and headed to the well um, later on, wasn't thinking that, that, you know, her whole life was going to change that day. So we just never know. We just never know, uh, being open to um, what God has in store for us. And sometimes it's 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 in sort of, mountaintop experiences that we sign up for uh yeah. and other times it's it's the unexpected uh, and god can work in all those ways yeah um, so it's beautiful yeah it's almost and this might be a little bit of a reach but like thinking about christmas gifts like when you're a kid and you want this one thing mm. and like you go all christmas and you're like it's gonna happen i'm gonna i'm gonna get the you know red rider bb gun or whatever it yeah. is i don't know you'll shoot your eye out but you know anyhow you, you go through and then you find out that you don't you know you didn't get that gift, but like what you did get was all yeah. these other gifts that you weren't expecting. Yeah. And I think that in some way, mm. if you're like, Oh, I want the red rider BB gun and right. you get all these, you know, 10 other amazing gifts, you know? And that, sometimes, yeah. We wonder like, well, where's God? You know, I didn't, yeah. I think, well, he was there the whole time to your point. Like, like think about all the other gifts that you got. Right. Like th- those aren't just, it's not nothing, as yeah. you say. Back at Christmas, I saw someone's Facebook post. They said, this is the 38th anniversary of my not getting the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier, mm-hmm. which I thought was hilarious because that's exa- it's exactly like my uh, my experience, too. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, oh, it, was, it was epic. I'm sorry. Yeah, very few people got it because it was like, even back then, it was like 100 bucks, which was like... That's like $1,000 now. <laughs> yes, probably, something, especially if you round up. Inflation but, you no, know, it was a lot. Right. No, it was... It. That's why no one got it because it was intense. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Well, anyway, let's pray that maybe this year, Father, you can get it and, and pray for... Well, uh, it's probably going to cost a lot more now because it's like an antique or something. Right, well, <laughs> don't, don't say that. Don't say so, that. So, and by the way, just in case anyone's wondering, including my mom listening, I actually do not want the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier oh, at this baby. point in my life. I was going to say, somebody's so probably got one somewhere. Please, no, don't. Please don't. Please don't. You can put it on your desk no. in your office. It'd be so cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Monday, God... Um, of course, during this desert time of Lent, um, we're aware of our need to thirst for you, who are our life-giving water, but also are grateful that you thirst for us, as we read in our passage today, that you come to us, that you uh, desire relationship with us, and that you're going to um, just continue to press in um, to where we're at um, until we come to recognize you, and um who you are and uh, what you came to bring us. Help us, Lord, too, to uh, have the grace to share our faith um, and the way you've moved in our life with others um, and to know that 
that's just part of our um, call as missionary disciples, um, just to do that in, in ways that are, are natural and um, but also important. God, we love you. We thank you for your love for us. Sustain us this day and each day in that love in the Holy Spirit and through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, thank you so much. Parker, thanks everybody. God bless you all. See you soon.